Nobody questions things in this country anymore. Nobody wants to rock the boat. It's all bullshit, folks. It's all bullshit, and it's bad for you. But we believe them because they're pounded into our heads from the time we're children. Children should be taught to question everything, to question everything they read, everything they hear. All right, so for part two, I'm really excited about this because I'm excited to see just what you have for these because these are so subjective. Um, so we're going to do two categories. We have our top five favorite superhero villains and then our top five favorite superheroes. So for villains, what's your first one? What do you got at number five? Number five? Um, <laughs> those other movies, it's kind of a uh, duel. Um, so I have Harley Quinn and Mr. Freeze. Okay, I could say I had Mr. Freeze in my honorable mentions. Um, kind of for the reasons you mentioned before, though. He's a super good character. It's cool how he can... Um, I don't know. It's it, it's always... You can relate to villains more when they have a story that you can kind of relate to. So the fact that he's basically just been corrupted trying to save his wife. And so, you know, it's a very, you know, a, a reason we can all relate to. Yeah, and they have this, like, series called uh, Harley Quinn. It's a cartoon series, and it's kind of, it's hilarious because it's basically the DC universe making fun of, like, all the Batman tropes and stuff like that. Um, and Harley Quinn and, and, and Poison Ivy are an item in the show, end up being an item. But um, they, like, bring in Mr. Freeze in the uh, episode, and he's, like, the woke the woke supervillain. So, like, <laughs> Poison Ivy always sees all the men as sexist and has, like, they're going to say something sexist. And Mr. Freeze is, like, on point with everything, so it's like... He's not at all sexist. <laughs> he was like super woke. <laughs> so that's funny. Like, cause like he is kind of like the, they made him like he's like a villain, but he's not like not a total asshole. And even in the animated series, he's kind of like a tragic villain. And I used to really, really like Batman. He was used to, when I was a kid and a teenager. He's my favorite superhero. And but you get older and you kind of like he's a billionaire, so he's probably like an asshole. I only uses money to like solve the problems of Gotham and like prevent crime versus like beating up poor people. Has a giant rodent. I, but well, I if, do think Batman think about suffers Batman from oversaturation way. too. Like, there's just yeah. so many movies, and so like he's so popular. It's so just all about Batman, and so. And, and also, I think a lot of um, DC fans or people who aren't DC fans get tired of like Batman getting shoehorned into everything mm-hmm. DC. Yeah, and it's like he's because he's his most their popular, most popular character. Right. I think he's even more popular than Superman. For yeah, I I, I would agree for sure. Well, and I think, well, just think I think about it. I mean, think why. about how many Batman movies. I mean, there are a lot of Superman movies, I guess. But recently, especially when since they've been trying to do the more like adult, realistic take on superheroes, there's way more Batman shit than super than you know other DC characters at all. And I also think because people, I think also one reason why people like Batman is because he is a superhero, but he doesn't have any superpowers. Yeah, like Superman is kind of like. It, well, it, it's really, kind of like Iron Man, too, because, like, Iron Man's kind of Marvel's Batman, you know? It's just uh, a well, rich basically, they, who they ripped gadgets. him off. Yeah. Yeah, he just has he just has his technology, but but Bruce Wayne is... And I also think, like, because he has a tragic beginning, like, his parents are killed in front of him, so... It's kind of like Spider-Man, like, his uncle Buckle Ben dies, and like, oh, my God, like, you know... Well, I don't know in the movies, though, like, how many times are going to kill Uncle Ben and how many times are going to kill Batman, Bruce Wayne's parents? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I was very, I was going to be very pissed off in that Joker movie, um, which I didn't, I didn't I give an honorable mention because I just feel like they just turned Joker into an incel. And it, I stand by that. Agreed. He's like the most, he's the greatest DC, one of the greatest DC villains. And in that movie, they just turned into an incel. I kind of feel like that movie, too, like, 
It didn't need to be called the Joker. It could have just been its own movie about mental health and shit like and it would have been a cool movie if it had just been about that, but I feel like they almost like tried to shoo it horn it into a DC thing like, you know, where it didn't need to be that. But Yeah, I, and then I I was really going to be mad when they were going to go the whole like Joker's like his brother. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Yeah, right. Yeah, I was like really going to be pissed off. But they're like saying that there's like a, a, a in its own thing since DC, since Warner Bros. is like, our movies don't really connect with each other because we don't know what the fuck we're doing. Right. Because we have greedy executives who are high on cocaine right. uh, making decisions. For my number five, and again, I'm going to show my Superman bias, but I had General Zod for my number five. Um, I thought in that Superman Returns movie that I love from the Christopher Reeve days, I thought that actor did a awesome job portraying him. I kind of liked that whole theme of being in a prisoner being in the phantom zone which was like a space prison and kind of similar to mr freeze i kind of think general zod kind of had a very sympathetic reasoning for doing what he wanted he just wanted to save his own people so you know but he becomes a psychopath when that becomes above all else um so i thought and i thought that was kind of cool in the the Zack snyder ones how he kind of is following superman to earth and you know just dealing with with that Um, yeah and I like that actor who played Zero Zod in uh, in uh, uh, Zack Snyder's Superman, uh, Michael Michael Shannon. Mm-hmm. I think he's a good actor. I agree. Yep, for sure. I mean, if you want to see some really great acting by him, it's a college humor skit where he like reads this like actual letter from a sorority girl, and this lady sounds in fucking sane. I can also imagine she was probably also hot, but she's fucking nuts. <laughs> and like he reads the letter verbatim. And he acts it out as he's reading it, and it's the greatest thing. It's the greatest, like, five minutes of listening to a ranting of a crazy sorority girl that you'll ever hear. Damn, I got to check this out. <laughs> we'll share a link, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll share um, a link. For number four, I had Scarecrow from Batman. I don't know why, just I loved an animated series. I loved that character. I was happy they were able to do in Batman Begins. I guess it always... One of my big fears is, like, not being able to tr- control my own mind, you know, like uh, um, with, like, Alzheimer's or any kind of disease where your mind goes away. Dementia, yeah. Like you don't, I, that always scares the shit out of me. And maybe because I've had people in my life with that, so I see what it's like. And so I thought Scarecrow really captured that kind of, like, maybe the dude's not beating you up, but he's, like, meant to, you know, messing with your head. So I kind of always related to that and like that character. Uh, what was your number four? Oh, this is kind of hard, but because I'm, I'm like, is he really a villain or not? But I think in some ways he kind of is because he loses his humanity as the more powerful he gets or the less detached he becomes from it. So I'm thinking about Watchmen and I'm thinking about Dr. Manhattan. Interesting. I was wondering about him, too. He's definitely one of the best superhero characters. I... Yeah, and like he's, he's like basically like kind of all powerful. Like he can manipulate matter and time and space and walk on the surface of the sun. So like in many ways, he's even more. He's far more powerful than Superman. Like he can like destroy people with mere thought. Like and that is one of my favorite things about the Watchmen comic and movie was kind of about how his descent. Like he was just slowly losing his humanity because he could do so many other things. That that's how always kind of how I thought too about like. You know, like when people die, if they really are in this infinite universe, like people think like what ghosts are hanging out in people's houses. Like, no, they would have way more grander shit on their mind and things to be doing. And that's kind of how 
Dr. Manhattan is like his girlfriend and everyone starts to hate him. And it's not really that he's a bad person. He just doesn't care as much because he's not, yeah. you know. Because he's like not even human anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just like in that scene where he like in a comic book and in, in, in the movie, it's like the smartest man on earth has means nothing more to me than even like the smartest termite on earth. Like, you know, the first thing I learned how to do was, you know, reform and re-disintegrate my body and reform it back up. So it's just like, even with all your brilliance, you know, uh, Ozzy Modus, uh, is that his name? What was his name? Which Ozzy character? Ozzy Modus, uh, the, the one who was the smartest man. The ba- oh, basically yeah, the yeah, Washington yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what was, was that his name? I think it was Ozzy Modus. Okay. Or something like that. And he's just like, you, you make no difference to me than the smartest termite. And it's just like, yes. <laughs> I like too, isn't it in that one where Dr. Manhattan has that speech where he's just like, I'm tired of these people and their quarrels and, you know, and stuff. And yeah. I, I can relate to that so much. Like, oh, yeah. So many times I'm just like, you know, you just fucking, I don't know, watch an anti-vax rally or something. You're like, oh, my God, I'm just like so. Like, yeah, I want to just go like, teleport myself to the moon and yeah, just reflect upon. Exactly. I want to go build a fort on Mars, not have to worry about all this bullshit. Yeah. So, I mean, he's not technically like a villain. And even in like the, that one guy walks into the bar, I just thought that episode was so well done. And like the, the oh, document. Had. And like, I wish the whole series was like that because I would have loved it a lot more than I did. And just like, it was an amazing episode. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm glad you had him on here, too, because I have someone on my hero list who I'm not sure if he's a hero. So, you know, and I do like characters like the same thing with V from V for Vendetta, where it's kind of gray, you know, a gray area if they're mm-hmm. a super if they're a hero or a villain. Um, for not my number three villain, I had Magneto. Um, just a cool power set to have as a villain. I like how he was portrayed in the movies. Um, I don't know. I, it was kind of hard for me. He just has that X factor for me. I like the helmet. I like his relationship to Xavier. Um, his oh, yeah, story I mean, of how he became a villain. You know, being so a I, I guess survivor. I'm gonna I'm gonna blow my load first because <laughs> Magneto was my number one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, and that just stems from my childhood, like the growing up watching the X Men cartoons, but then also realizing like he was kind of created by Stan Lee to be a stand-in for Malcolm X, um, and then Doctor King was like. Um, Professor X, and it's a very like basic understanding of those two men because obviously Malcolm X like didn't want to kill all white people. Sorry, white folks, Malcolm X didn't want to kill you all. <laughs> Man, Mal- like, Malcolm even, X's views changed, evolved a lot throughout yeah. his life. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't. He never at one time was like, "We should just kill all the white people." Right. So he, he never thought that. So sorry about that. But like Magneto wants to kill all the humans sometimes in some iterations of Magneto's. But I, I really think in the movies, um, I thought. Um, Sir Ian McKellar portrayed him very well. But I actually liked Michael Fassbender's Magneto a little bit a Me lot too. more. Me too. And Because, like, I would totally watch a movie, like, a first class. If it was just a movie where Magneto goes around hunting my Nazis and killing them. Yeah. I'll fucking watch the shit out of that movie. <laughs> right, right. And, and I thought Michael Fassbender just bought a, he bought a different depth to Magneto. Like, Ian McKellar did have the, the whole, like, Magneto is a grand, powerful villain. And that's just, like, his, his stage presence as an actor. But I thought like Michael Fassbender portrayed Magneto even in the shitty like new X Men movies like um, Apocalypse, and then the last one that came out, uh, Dark Phoenix. It's still he's still fantastic in it because I think he just like really he portrays that like, he portrays Magneto the closest to the comic book I, I think of any like visual medium. I agree. Um, besides the cartoon, for sure. I think he just really got that character, and it's a tragicness in him despite him being like a, a murderous. 
Besides him being evil, because like he like kills a bunch of people, <laughs> and in all the X Men movies, and, and including the Michael Fassbender ones, and it's just like, yeah. But it's like I, I don't. I just really, I like Michael Fassbender as Magneto. I think that's that guy's a great actor. But like he he nailed Magneto, even more so than Ian McKellar. And I did like the X Men last um not last stand, but what was the um, Days of Future Past when they all brought all the X Men together? Mm-hmm. That was like really a pretty. So that would be an honorable mention as far as like Marvel movies, because that was a pretty good one. And they bought the old X Men cast with the new one, so I thought that was pretty great. It's just a cool power set too. Just controlling metal, you can do so many different. You know, like when he sucks it out of the guy's blood in the one. You know, I've oh, yeah, but in the comic book, like he sucks Magneto, me uh, Wolverine's adamantium out of him. Yeah, so that, but I, it's just like a. cool... And then there's a story, whole story arc with his daughter Scarlet Witch. You know, redoes the universe and makes it a universe where like Magneto wins, and then Magneto has to come to terms with like the fact like. This universe wasn't his creation or his doing. It was the door doing of his daughters. And like his fucking kids are powerful. His fucking daughter, Scarlet Witch. I know in a comic book fan, movie, franchise, you kids don't know that. But Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch is Magneto's babies. All right. Those yep. are cheering. Those yep. is cheering. Um and I and I think Magneto's a tragic, tragic villain. Um obviously the circumstances created that. Like he was a he survived the fucking Nazi death camps. Um, and saw the worst of humanity. It was like these people. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it. So he's like one of those villains that was created by circumstances. And then there's the fact in the X Men universe, the the humans all hate the mutants. So it's just like, well, why the fuck are we trying to live with them, Charles? We're superior to them. So it's it, it just yeah, he's he's a very complex and interesting villain. I, I really like Magneto. He's he's my he's my number one. All right, so I had him at three. You had him at one. What was your number three? My number three was Superman. Okay, in the Injustice. Yes, and if you if you have not read or played the games or read the comic books, please do, because like what what I loved about it is like it just shows like. Basically, Superman is only hanging on to his humanity or trying to be human because of Lois Lane. And if, like, some shit happens with her and he loses it, like, humanity's fucked. He could just rule us all. And that's what I like about the Injustice thing. It's just, like... And then also what I like is... is it, It's kind of like a mirrored real life where, like, he has so many people helping him do evil shit and, like, making excuses for him. And, like, we see that in real life. We see that with, like, Joe fucking Biden. We see that with Trump. We've seen that with other evil dictators and rulers in the past where like people just like, I was just following orders. Or like, I thought it was a good idea at the time. And it's like, this is totally, you never question this fucker asshole. And like, no one does because they're like, they're afraid of power. They're afraid of their power. But the thing is, it's the people who give them the power. Because like in the Injustice comic book, Shazam could take them out. Fucking Wonder Woman could take them out. Green Lantern could take them out. And if they join forces, they could technically take out Superman, but they just like go along with the flow. I agree 110. percent That's one injustice is one of my favorite plot lines in all comics, and for the exact reason that you just mentioned, it perfectly shows how fear controls people and how, like you said, if they all came together, they could defeat Superman. But they're all so individually scared of him that they'll fall in line and bow and and follow orders. But Wonder Woman wasn't even scared of him. She was fucking in love with him. That was the problem. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 all right, it's true. It's, and it's, also, it's she, like, she ate, and, like, it wasn't one for Wonder Woman. Superman wouldn't have been able to get his rule of the world like he did. I just, and I just recently read the comic books and played the games again, 
and like it, it's a fantastic video game series and the, the novels the graphic novels that came out in relation to um, Injustice are some pretty goddamn good comic books like the way so many it's like it's like the Avengers where they bring in all these different characters but it's so intricate such an intricate plot line so many different stories there and it's so fucking good that's another so thing good. I like about Injustice is it shows how easily I think most people in this world divide things up into good and evil really quickly based on their own experiences and they forget how similar and close together those are and how close we all are to being heroes and villains and i think in just like injustice you know like spoiler alert lois gets killed you know and i and that like (laughs) one thing and the things that once made superhero Superman a good hero now make him like the worst kind of villain, just by that slight change, you know. And I also like the fact that Superman as a villain is like he doesn't see himself as villain; he sees himself as doing the right thing. And I think those make the best villains, like when they see their cause is righteous. It's kind of like Magneto. It's like real like, life, yeah. Yeah, my cause is righteous, and I'm right, and and it's everybody else who's wrong, and I I can do much better for them if I'm in charge. So the, and it's also terrifying because it's fucking Superman. So he's like, it's like <laughs> Homelander, but like a Superman. So it's like holy shit. And like also he makes use of the fucking laser eyes in, in the story, and like <laughs> he's just a fucking psychopath. Right. All right. Um, number two. What do you have for number two? Uh, Joker. Joker. All right. I had Joker just as an honorable mention because. I love the character and everything, but again, same thing with Batman, just oversaturation. I'm so sick of him. Like, I'd be perfectly happy never seeing him in a movie for the next, like, five, six Batman movies. Because he's, like, his main villain, and I'm just... I, I like the character, and I think Mark Hamill doing his voice in, like, video games in the animated series is amazing. Oh, yeah. But I didn't have him on my list just because of the oversaturation factor really... <laughs> got me down <laughs> I, I mean I, I understand oversaturation but he's just always entertaining minus Jared, Jared Leto playing him in this Justice League movie oh that was horrible. Uh, I mean the, the Suicide Squad but I mean I see where he was going he was like I need to be very different from Heath Ledger but like the basically turned into the machine gun Kelly yeah uh, yeah not really a right. Joker <laughs> but Mark Hamill is Joker but Mark Hamill Joker fantastic Heath Ledger Joker. We we talked about that at nauseum earlier in this podcast about how amazing that that Joker was and that iteration. So he just and even there's a whole comic book called Emperor Joker where Joker like rules the universe and like it's dark and twisted, but it's also like hilarious because it's the fucking Joker. So it's I don't know. He just and I, and what I also like about the Joker is like he's just chaos for chaos sake. There's no rhyme or reason. It's just yes, like, and that do, that is what makes him super cool. Yeah, and also the fact that Joker doesn't have any superpowers. Like he's just crazy. I mean, he doesn't. He's not like super strong, super strength. He's just obviously he has genius level intellect, but he's not. He's not gonna like. He doesn't like match which fight Braun with Batman. He's just like beating him up, and he's like taking on Superman and like won many times. So it's just like he. It's like he, he like I never have a plan because it's just all crazy. But he like he does, and that's that's the most terrifying thing about him because like. Even if he, you think like he doesn't have a plan, it's just all off of like chaos and all this stuff. But it's like ordered chaos. That's control chaos is what Joker is, and that's what makes him dangerous. Because he's gonna took out the Justice League. Because we, I, I pissed off a bunch of Marvel fans on Twitter 
saying that Joker would eat fucking Thanos for lunch. And they're like, Thanos will destroy him. Like, first off, Thanos needed the Affinity Gauntlet to, like, do anything. And he did it to, like, get fucking the goddess of death and still didn't get her. And the Joker would fucking eat him for lunch. I definitely think the Joker is, like, a cooler villain than Thanos. And, and Joker, I'm like, if the Joker could take out the Justice League, he could take out the fucking Avengers. Easily. Because the fucking the Justice League has something the Avengers don't have. They might have Hulk, but they fucking have Superman. <laughs> all right, so my uh, my two and one you didn't have on your list at all, so I'm excited to hear what you think. Um, my number two is Doomsday from Superman. I cannot tell you how infuriating it was to have one of my favorite villains of all time just be shoehorned into Batman Superman and be a stupid afterthought. To me, that was like taking the Joker and putting him as like a side B plot, do nothing, and like like that's because in the comics. So in the comics, how Doomsday comes around is he was created by people on Krypton as the ultimate killing machine, where it was like a biological creature that anything that killed it, it would come back to life, and that whatever just killed it couldn't kill it, and then they just kept putting it in horrible environments, so that it would get, 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 kept getting tortured and killed and tortured and killed so that it could survive anything, and eventually it started destroying worlds, and so it kind of symbolized a little bit th- similar to Thanos and Marvel Infinity War, how it was like an unstoppable force, like Doomsday was an analogy for nuclear weapons. And it was just something that we created now that is this unstoppable killing force. And no matter what we do, it's going to wipe out all of life. And there's nothing you can say or do to try and stop it. So I thought it was Doomsday was a super cool character coming from that perspective. No, um, I, I, I can see where you're coming from. Um, and The Death of Superman is perhaps one of the greatest comic books ever written. So, yeah. And then number one for me, fucking Carnage. I've, I don't know why. Carnage? Oh, wow. Okay, that's a good one. It yeah. was an X Factor, I guess, because I kind of liked I liked the symbiote. Like, I like Venom with, like, the alien goo and, like, kind of having similar powers to Superman. But Venom was always, you know, he was a good guy who got taken over by this goo that made him bad. Where I liked where you had Carnage was a serial killer psychopath, and then you add the goo. And I just liked the black and red color scheme and his, like, powers and how he was just an absolutely... It was kind of like if you combined, like, Doomsday and the Joker a little bit. Like, just this, like, unstoppable maniac. Um, so I always loved, you know, there was a series of Spider-Man comics with Carnage in them. And they were some of my talking favorite. talking about Maximum Car- Carnage? Yes, yeah. That was, yeah, like, one yeah. of my favorite And then I remember the video comics. game of that, too. Mm-hmm. And I haven't yeah. seen, I haven't, I, I, I don't know why I can tell I'm not going to like it. I've always wanted to see Carnage in movies, but I'm hesitant. Have you seen <sighs> Venom vs. Carnage? Uh, Max, I mean, uh, Let There Be Carnage. I, I, I thought it was, it's not as good as the first Venom, but it's still entertaining. It's entertaining. I, I liked right. it. Yeah, right. and it's Woody Harrelson, so like he's going to bring his A game. So, All right. And then a few honorable mentions we didn't talk about. Dr. Octopus and Spider-Man I always thought yep. was a cool villain. I liked him. Um, Two-Face I thought is a cool classic Batman villain. And then Brainiac and Superman was a cool kind of like an Ultron character in Marvel, but for DC. So I always liked Brainiac um, for that. All right. And then our last uh, our last topic, uh, our actual superheroes. So movies, comics, everything. Who did you, uh, who are you starting out your list with? Who's your number five? <laughs> so number five is going to be uh, Storm from X-Men. 
slash Doctor Manhattan. That's a good one. I was trying to think of my uh, my like favorite X Men characters. I I picked somebody else, but Storm was a good one. Um, Storm might actually be now that you mention it. She might be my favorite female superhero. Again, I think she is. I mean, she deserves her own like spinoff movie. Um, period. Because like she is, I was by far the most popular like female Marvel character. Um, I know people would be like, it's it's Black Widow or Scarlet Witch. It's like in Captain Marvel. I'm like, they're they're popular now because of the movies. Yeah. But before the movies ever thought about, people knew the average average person who didn't even read comic books or like know about comics knew who Storm was. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Professor X of Wolverine in the Marvel universe, or like or like fucking uh, Spider Man. People know like Storm. Yeah. I and what and, and she was like again, the leader. She's the leader of the X Men. Like she was Tatala's boo in the in the comic books, like she's fucking control the weather. Talk about power that's pretty fucking amazing. And the movies didn't do her any justice because I kind of like make her like a side character. I'm like she can control the fucking weather. And in the comic books, like she's the fucking leader of the X Men. Yeah, that's what in the in that like in the and anime the, series, the Storm is like controlling weather is a super powerful trait because you can just like freeze to death people like right away if you want to, you know. So, or hit him with fucking lightning, or right, like create a fucking right. tornado. So it's just like she's a fucking powerful mutant. Like that's that's a mutant power. Like she's on par with like Magneto or Professor X or Jean Grey, who Jean Grey is the most powerful like female mutant of them all. But like Storm is right up there with her. It's Scarlet Witch. So those three are like the most powerful like mutants. This is like me really nerding out. So like nerd, <laughs> nerd. How do you know that you're a nerd? How do you know actually? Captain Marvel is the most powerful. She's not a mutant. She's not a mutant, damn it. So <laughs> she is her powers are from aliens. So it's not a mutant. So therefore, I'm right. Storm is the most powerful. But that's just showing my nerdness. But that's the truth about Storm. So she's no, number five. No, Storm is a super good one. I had Dr. Manhattan in one of my honorable mentions. Super character for all, super awesome character for all the reasons we talked about. I had in my honorable mentions from X Men, I had Gambit. I don't know why. I just oh, always he's did. fucking cool. Gambit's yeah. cool. He's like, what? Yeah, why is he cool? I don't know. You know, it's just got it's just that cool. Like, and he's like, yeah. and he's fucking like Cajun and shit. And, and one of my honorable mentions is Hulk. I mean, Hulk movies. People hate the Hulk movies. I actually like the Hulk movies. I just like the Hulk because it's just like he fucking is just a giant rage monster, and I think it's entertaining. And mm-hmm. and I, and I did like in the first Avengers, like you said. When Captain America does a Hulk smash and Hulk smash, and I and I love in Thanos, meaning uh Thor three. Part of the reason I like Thor three was the whole planet Hulk subplot they had there, where like they just a whole planet of people worshiping Hulk, and he's like a fucking warrior gladiator, and it, and it's fucking hilarious. And I liked also the whole scenes in out outside of Hulk smash and shit, where it's like, you know, Thor, I'm like a raging fire, and he's like, no Hulk, Hulk raging fire. Thor, puny, puny flame. No, no, no. I'm raging for it. No, Hulk. <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's, it's hilarious. But also, I, I like, in the comics, like, Hulk is just, like, raging out of everything. So, I, I like Hulk. And I also like, uh, what's an honorable mention for me? Spawn is also an honorable mention because I thought Spawn was, like, a cool superhero. I had, Very I had Spawn up. as my number two. I oh, fucking Spawn two. love Spawn. I hear they're, ma- they're making another movie. I can't wait because, like, I, I did like the '90s one. I like the fucking '90s movie. I have it yeah. on DVD. John Lake was Zamos. I mean, it was, yeah, it's kind of it was definitely like a glorified B movie. But when it came out, when Batman versus um, Batman and Robin came out, which is so terrible and campy, has a little kid being like contrarian. I'm like, fuck that movie. Spawn is where it's at. 
Yeah, I I just see it's a, again a super cool character. Like he goes to hell and then like is brought back, you know, by the devil, but then resists him. Um, and cool like power set. I loved his cape. How like his cape, you know, it's like a better version of Doctor Strange's cape where it can like yeah. fucking do anything, and it's like its own superpower. So yeah, I just I had Spawn as my number two. I fucking love Spawn. Dark too. It's kind of like if horror movies were a comic, you know. Oh fuck um, yeah, yeah. So and, and the fucking the the original this HBO cartoons. If you need an introduction to Spawn, those are some fucking disturbing shit. But like, it's fucking good. I remember my. I, I watched them as a, a, a. I watched a few ones uh, during the, uh, the lockdowns, and I'm like, it's it's still pretty disturbing, but entertaining. I remember going to Blockbuster with my dad as a kid and renting the animated Spawn. And when we were checking out at the register, the guy to my dad was like, uh, this is an animated show, but it's like rated R and very violent and gory. I just wanted to like let you know. And that was one of the things my parents were cool about. So he was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, like, sure, five-year-old, go watch this. <laughs> go watch this. Um, but yeah, so I have a special place spawn. I just cool looking character oh, too, fuck you know? yeah, too. Yeah. And again, he's kind of like an anti-hero too because he's, you know, but... um. And then my other honorable mention was Martian Manhunter. I was so happy he was finally in the Zack Snyder's Justice League, even if it was just for a little bit. I think he has a cool story and everything. I hope he gets his own movie someday. I like that his weakness is that, like, fire destroyed his civilization. So it's not that fire even really hurts him physically, but, like, mentally it, like, sends him into, like, crazy PTSD mode. So I just think that's a cool character. I hope they... I liked some of the comics he was in. I hope they do more with that character in the future. Um, That's what I think a good move that Marvel made was they had all these B characters that they had had their own movies, so it got you interested in a mashup, where DC just keeps doing Batman and Superman over again. It's like, you have all these other cool characters in DC. I fucking know. And the thing is, is what people don't really realize is DC is older than Marvel, so like a lot of the Marvel superheroes are basically like knockoffs. I mean, a lot of knockoffs of the DC ones. Like, Doctor Strange is nothing but a knockoff of Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scream, in, um, who is a, a mutant, is a knockoff of fucking Black Canary. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's so many. Um, yeah. And, and that's the thing. So that a lot of the, like, the Marvel, what they were really good at was the X-Men. That was like their original, like, thoughts. Like, yeah, let's do that. I mean, when you think about the Marvel Universe, like I said, too, too hard, too, too deeply, then you get, like, all fucked up, like, so they like the Fantastic Four who have superpowers, but they hate the music who have superpowers. But still, yeah. So I think Doctor Fate is a is an interesting character. Um, fuck, I mean, for honorable mention for like villains like General Grog, who's a villain of um of um Flash, is is a good one. Is a is an honorable mention. I don't know a lot about Flash, so oh, okay, I gotta check that out. I guess. All right, so. Those are honorable mentions. For my actual list, my number five, I had Nightcrawler. Um, I didn't know whether to put him as a villain or a hero, but for the reasons you mentioned, that first scene in X-Men 2 in the White House, that's why Nightcrawler is a fucking badass and such a cool power set and character. I loved him in the animated series and video games and stuff. Just super cool. You know, it's like a kind of teleportation and stuff. Just super fucking cool. Oh, yeah. Nightcrawler's pretty cool. All right, who'd you have for number four? Number four, I have uh, Robin. Um, and there's many Robins, but I have Damian Wayne, which is Bruce Wayne's love child with uh, Talal al Ghul, who Ra's al Ghul and Talal al Ghul are also going to be honorable mentions of like great villains because in the comic book and in the TV show, um, the, the Batman animated series, they were great. And Talal also was fucking hot. She's always hot. Like, fuck. 
I understand why Batman knocked her up. <laughs> if I was Bruce Wayne, I'd knock her up too. And have an illegitimate love child with her. Uh, um, but what I like about Damian Wayne is like, he's basically like Bruce Wayne if he was raised by fucking assassins. Because <laughs> he's fucking insane. Like he's insane. So like, he's, is he really a hero? I don't know. And like he makes fun. It's like a, I watch a, they have a, the DC animated universe. The new one is like pretty good. Like they have some great like movies. Like you can watch it. Like Under the Red Hood, uh, Batman versus Robin. Like it's some great. If you watch if you got HBO Max, you can watch them all. And there's like a scene where like Batman, like Damian Wayne, he wants to like kill the bad guys. Like even in Injustice, like he's a he's a little fucking asshole. But he makes this point where like Batman like beats the shit out of this fucking dude. And it's like also oh, murders not okay, but brain damage is. <laughs> Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like I like how like Bruce Wayne has this love hate relationship with him. It's just like this is my son, but like I want to kick this little motherfucker's ass. And like I think he's the only Robin that can like probably. And once he gets grown, he'll beat Batman because he's crazy. So I, I I like Damian Wayne, and and I feel like an idiot because I didn't know Damian Wayne existed until the Injustice comic book. Until I played that game like a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's he's definitely the most probably underground character we've talked about so far. Yeah, and he's like he's fucking great. Like in every every iteration of him I've seen, he's great. I mean, he's I don't know, he could be a villain. He, he's more an antihero because like, he wants to kill the bad guys, like murder them straight up, and he will murder people straight <laughs> up because he's fuck. He has murdered people straight up because he's he's nuts. Uh, but he gets an honorable mention. I mean, he he's my number four. And and Ra's al Ghul and Tyler al Ghul are like my honorable mention for villains because I think they're I think Rat, Batman's role galleries are, is amazing because like you got Poison Ivy, you got Killer Croc, fuck you got fucking uh you got the goddamn Clayface who's fucking awesome, you got fucking uh, Scarecrow like you said is is his his role gallery Batman has like a great roles gallery and I think the only Marvel character that comes close. Is Spider Man because you have Venom, you have Carnage, you have Doctor Octopus, you have fucking uh, Green Mis- Goblin, Mysterio, Mysterio. And that's, that's funny that you mentioned that because those are my next two. For number four, I had Spider Man, and for number three, I had Batman. And for that exact reason, I think they both have the coolest villains. Oh fuck I, yeah! You know, and Spider Man too. Like Spider Man's a cool, unique power set. You know. And it's something that you can't really replicate. Like, DC didn't really copy it back because it would be like, how do you, you know, replicate that exactly but being different? So I just think it's a cool power set, cool costume. Like, Spider-Man has a dope fucking costume. Um, and, yeah, his, his, his villains, Dr. Octopus, fucking Mysterio, just all these cool villains. And then the same thing for 3 I had Batman for the same reason. Like, Batman just has the best villains in comic books. And I like the dark, you know, moving in the shadows kind of thing. Who'd you yeah, have so for, for three? Three and two. So, number three, I have Wolverine. Okay. Like, I just fucking... When I was a kid and a teenager, I fucking just love Wolverine. Like, fucking Berserker mode or uh, his rage mode he goes into. Automatium fucking claws. He comes out of his fucking fist. I'm just like, Berserker, Barai. And then, like, I was like, playing him in the video games where he's just like... And then he has his fucking daughter's like badass. So X23 is also an honorable mention because she's fucking badass in her own right. And Marvel vs. Capcom 3, play with her all the time. I loved her when she came out. They added her to the comic books, X23. I used to own the comic book when Wolverine got his Automanium back because Magneto actually sucked it out <laughs> and fucking like sent him to the house, like fucked him up. like, And he had like bone claws and shit like that. So 
Uh, and then they have the origin, the X-Men, the Logan origin, like the Logan, like the the comic book series, which is fantastic because you read it and like, you find out who his, his upbringing and it's just a really, really good series. Uh, they did it before the shitty movie came out. But Wolverine, and like in an animated series, like he was badass. Let's go, Bob. First, <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, and he's always smoking a cigarette and just doesn't give a fuck. And then there's like a um, an X Men comic book I read. Well, I, I used to own, and basically like, um, they fucking the X Men get one up, and Wolverine's just like, he tells Cardi 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 Kitty Pride, who's like the lady who can go invisible, and she was made famous because Ellen Elliot Page played them in X Men Three, uh, the Last Stand. Um, and that's when Juggernaut was like, oh, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch, who's also an underrated villain, <laughs> also. And he's Charles Xavier's That brother. is another good one, yeah. And I, I love the Phoenix saga when, like, Juggernaut walks over to Gladiator and, like, punches him, and everything around him shakes except for Gladiator, and it's just, like, Gladiator just spins him around, and it's fucking Juggernaut, who, like, is a badass in his own right. Um, but anyway, Wolverine's just like, some kind of, sometimes the bad guys win. I think that's we're gonna have to ask Steve. I think that Wolverine is one of his favorite too. He always liked Wolverine growing up. And there's a Wolverine video game coming out, and I can't wait to play it because it's it looks like it's 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 as violent as a Logan movie, but it's just like a video game. So it's gonna be oh damn. Is it coming out? Is it on like everything pretty much? I think it's on PS5. I didn't play. So I loved all the Arkham games are like some of my favorite video games ever. Like I absolutely fucking love them. I really liked that new Spider-Man game that was on PlayStation 5. Um, I thought that game Miles was fucking Morales? awesome. Miles hmm? Morales? Miles Morales? It, the like main plot line is with Dr. Octopus. And I thought... Oh. And I uh, thought it's the, not, is, is, it, is Miles Morales the Spider-Man in that one? No. Oh, okay. Um... Because there's a new one out on PS5. It's called Miles Morales. Oh, okay. No, I haven't played that one yet. Um, it must have been the one before that. But I honestly thought it had a better, like, the plot with Dr. Octopus was better than every, any Spider-Man movie they've made. Like, it was just a really cool Spider-Man story. Oh, I, shit. I forgot to put this as an honorable mention as far as, like, movies. And I, and I don't know. Fucking Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was fucking fantastic. It was fucking awesome. Yeah. That was that's, that's, super good. I mean, this is—I'm not gonna say a lie. This is a hard list because like, I could easily put that as like one of my top five has like comic book movies because it's fucking great. And I'm really interested to see No Way Home um, because I think that's like they finally did the live action version of Into the Spider Verse. But I think Into the Spider Verse is even better because they can do—it's a cartoon, so they don't have to—they don't have to depend on like the whole movie history to like kind of. Mm-hmm. To keep it in that that realm, they can do whatever. So they had the Spider Pig, you had the Spider Spider Woman, you had the like Nicholas Cage Spider Man, <laughs> which is great because it's <laughs> fucking Nicholas Cage and he made face offs, so he'll forever be an icon. Uh, <laughs> he fucking did. He made face off, so it's the greatest movie ever made. Uh, yeah, so Into the Spider Verse is a great comic book movie, despite it being a cartoon. That is another good one that we didn't mention for sure. It's a damn good one. So yeah, Spider. I, I, He's not in my top five of superheroes, cause I I feel like you he's I feel like when you say oversaturated like Batman I feel like Spider Man is that same way. Yeah, I agree. I mean, cause the I, Andrew Garfield movies they had no reason to make. I mean, I like Andrew Garfield. Good for him. He got to play Spider Man, and the first one was okay. The second one, I like Jamie Foxx in it, but it was just too much going on in that movie. And I also didn't like the fact that Spider Man was 
was stalking people in there. It's like this is weird. Like, no, those, those were yes. definitely the worst of the the group. Well, Spider Man three was with Tobey Maguire was pretty bad, but Spider Man one and Spider Man two, I think that was one of the best Spider Mans. The Marvel Spider Mans. The reason why my only problem with the Marvel Spider Mans, the Marvel movie universe Spider Mans, is that he relies too much on uh, fucking Tony Stark's technology. Tony Stark's technology. When like Spider Man is a genius in his own right, so he doesn't need Tony Stark technology. So it just kind of made him like you're going to be Iron Man two point That's a common complaint about that yeah. one. Yeah, for sure. As, I mean, I like Tom Holland as a uh, Spider Man. I think he's great. I think Marissa Tomei as Aunt May. I never thought I'd be like crushing on Aunt May, but Aunt May though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Aunt May. I never thought Aunt May would be fine, but she is. So you know, usually Aunt May is like, oh. Although I like the movie, the original movies. Um, oh, those eyes, those eyes. <laughs> when Green Goblin blows her up while she's praying. <laughs> uh, but like Spider Man has a great rose gallery. So does Batman. So my number uh, two is is Batman. So all right, yeah, I had him as three. So a different era, it would have been he'd been number one. So all right, so to recap, I had Nightcrawler five, Spider Man four, Batman three, Spawn two. Would you have five through two? Um, Batman, Wolverine, Robin, um, Damian Wayne, and then Storm slash Doctor Manhattan, and number one superhero, uh, which should have been in my movie. But it is a little dated. But it does get an honorable mention. Favorite superhero, Blade, slash movie, classic movie. Um, it's an honorable mention because um, it's it's quite forgotten because it, it really led to the superhero movie explosion. But I just think Wesley Snipes totally redid that character as a B character that was in Marvel's like superhero uh, list. But like the first Blade is just badass. Some motherfuckers is always the first trying to one is really him. good, and just like as a superhero, it's just like this fucking guy, they're like he's fucking cool. It's just like he's fucking cool. He has all black guy fucking like his guns and like the fucking sword and shit, and he's fucking up vampires and knows karate and shit. So it's just like has a little teenage boy. That fucking movie was like oh my god, and it came out before the Matrix. So it even if that movie even influenced the Matrix because there's some bullet time in that movie where they tried mm-hmm. to shoot Deacon Frost, and they did. And so like. I'm sorry, the Wachowski siblings. Y'all kind of watch Blade and definitely get y'all influence from that. So it, it influenced the Matrix because that movie came out way before the Matrix, and and it's such a it's still a it's still a fucking entertaining movie to this day. Oh, I agree. That I mean, is a some good of one. the special the special effects that. are a that's bit a dated, real good one. dated, but like that's my favorite superhero. I mean, I've been him for multiple Halloweens. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, he's a black dude, so it's like that also is like gives brownie point. I mean, Spawn is a black dude, but Spawn is just so like it's kind of creepy. Also, like Spawn is a creepy. I mean, I mean, Blade is kind of in vampires and stuff, but vampires are kind of like sexy and creepy at the same time. Where Spawn is just like creepy, and like Spawn was like, yeah, I guess they're both. I don't know, they're both badasses, but I think Blade would probably beat Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> um. I haven't had a Blade comic book. I mean, my mom lost my original like comic book collection, so I have no idea where it's at. I mean, it's probably in the trash somewhere. And I'm very mad about that. I should have took that with me when I was younger and went to the Navy. But I had a Blade. I had some Blade comic books, too. But Blade is my number one. For uh, for my number one, I, uh, I had Superman. <laughs> I know it's pretty lame. Like, Superman has kind of a bad rap nowadays for being like a Boy Scout, but... 
As a kid, I loved the Christopher Reeves movies. I thought The Death of Superman was, like, one of the best plot lines ever. I think, like, you can tell he's the first superhero because I feel like, like, a little kid made up his powers. Like, you just take all the best powers. Like, oh, he can fly, and he's invincible, and he can pick up anything, and he can shoot lasers out of his eyes, and he can freeze stuff. So he just has, like, all the powers. Like a Basically, kid just yeah. He is the, the blueprint and for all the superheroes. I still don't feel like any movie has really done him justice either as far as being again he's like an analogy for like a jesus character so like a savior type character and i don't i think there's a lot of ways you can make that a really badass character like fred hampton and martin luther king are those real life versions and so i think you can do a a a a better kind of movie you could have that plot line be something a lot cooler and a lot more badass and about sacrifice that they haven't quite got to yet so i'm sure they're gonna keep pumping out the movies but hopefully they'll uh do it in a way that i'll be satisfied with eventually <laughs> well you know something funny brian is like i mean we we kind of discussed these like comic book movies and like shit like this before but not really this in depth <laughs> no definitely not i don't think i've ever discussed it this in depth with anyone yeah, uh, so yeah, that's the answer. But yeah, uh, Superman. So very two very different characters, Blade, Superman. But it works. <laughs> Man, like I said, as a fourteen-year-old boy watching the Blade movie, I was just like blown away. I was just like, and I and I didn't see it at the movies. I saw it on video, and I just like when I when I watched it, I just had to like, the teenage boy, me boy me, just had to be like, what the fuck did I just see? That was the most badass thing I've ever saw. And I and I like the Spawn movie, but the Blade movie was just better. Like it was so good. And and it's the reason why we have our current superhero movie, because that was like the first one that made some money at the box office where people was just like, Maybe people like to see superhero movies and it's good. And then the Matrix came out, which is kinda in the comic book realm, but not really because the comic book came after the movies. So it's technically not a comic book movie. Where Blade is, because it was a comic book first, and they took this obscure character and like made him a comic book movie, and it was fucking badass. And I, and that has to be credit to like Wesley Snipes owning that character, kind of like how Heath Ledger owned the Joker. Wesley will be Blade, and I know they mm-hmm. have a new one coming out with Mahershala Ali, which is kind of strange because Mahershala Ali is not. I mean, no, no offense, you know, he's a great actor, but he's like in his forties, late forties, I think. So it's like, how many Blade movies are you going to get out of him? So I just think they probably should have went with a younger actor. And there's no offense to Mahershala Ali. He's a great actor, fantastic. But also, I'm like, I don't know. I think Mahershala Ali in the comic book world. Um, oh, an honorable mention for TV, uh, comic book TV shows, which I should have fucking mentioned. Daredevil on Netflix. A lot of people like that. I haven't watched it yet. I love that show. And the first season is just badass. And I just love the build up to it gets to him becoming Daredevil. And then second season, I mean, it's a, it's a lot as strong as the first one because you had the, the the Punisher in there and they make him a total psychopath. Um, but he's, I, I like the guy from The Walking Dead. And the problem is they get cast the guy from The Walking Dead. And every time I see that actor, I just think of the guy from The Walking Dead who's like a fucking asshole and crazy. Uh, who's like a rapist. I'm like, yeah, I just... I can't. I mean, I know that's like he's an actor, and that's not who he is really, and he's probably a decent dude. But it's just that I see that actor, I see that character from The Walking Dead, so it's just kind of ruined it for me. <laughs> and 
and I can separate Wesley Snipes from like Blade because I'm like I know it's Wesley Snipes, but he owned Blade, so like it, it's weird, you know. I'm pretty sure actors have to have weird con- interactions with people all the time. It's like fuck you, and it's like I'm not really that person. I play that in a TV show or a movie. Follow <laughs> <laughs> like Mr. Anderson, who's also another great villain, but he's a sci-fi villain. Now nah, we'll have our sci-fi show soon. <laughs> yeah, dude, this was a lot of fun. Um, you know, maybe we should just do this once a year where we just have a fun one to uh, take a break. Um, and I, I think it's a good reminder too. You know, we got the holiday season coming up. Hopefully, you know, you get at least some time off work. I've had jobs in the past. I was actually talking with my wife. This is the first time since like high school I've had you know a week off during the holidays, and I'm so grateful because I've had to work you know a lot on christmas and new year's um in the past and it kind of sucks when everyone else is off celebrating and you're stuck working but hopefully you know all our listeners get some time off to be with your friends and family i know on this podcast a lot we talk about all the horrible shit about society but um it's important to remember the good things that you do got and how lucky we are um to have the friends and family that we do and kind of have time off to so um if you have time off, I think the holiday season is a good time to try and forget the bullshit of the world and just just have a good time with your friends and family. And if you do have to work, try and you know make some other time in life uh, in your day to to make time for people that are important because you know it's cheesy, but you know tomorrow's not guaranteed for any of us. So you gotta enjoy it with your friends and family. Exactly. So, thanks, Larnette, for nerding out with me. This is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we always use quotes, so my quote for this one would be. Uh, to quote Blade, some motherfuckers, uh, I got to do it in a Blade voice, some motherfuckers is always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> for my quote, I just had the Harvey Dent quote that we already talked about. You either die here or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Nah, but this this is fun, man. So we, we, we definitely have to do this again, a fun episode like this. Absolutely. Out again. Maybe next time it'll be sci-fi movies. <laughs> that sounds good to me. But, uh, thank you everyone for listening all our listeners you know just thank you for the whole year um this podcast gets way more listens than Lornette and i ever th- ever imagined it would so I'm, we're super grateful thank you for listening if you ever think of any topics that you want us to discuss definitely let uh let us know um we already have a lot of cool topics planned for 2022 got some uh get more guests coming on so i'm super excited about it um, follow us on Twitter at Q Culture and Facebook at Q Culture One. That's Q U E C U L T U R E. There we post the links to the documentaries, books, and articles we mentioned on the episode. You can also follow Lornette on the Evolving Man Project for more discussions about the topics we discuss on Question Culture and more. And if you need a break, uh, just like this episode, you can check out his book, Even the Faders, for some sci fi and hero action. Thanks again, Lornette. Thanks everyone for listening. And remember to question everything. Everything. Any views or opinions expressed on this podcast belong solely to Brian and Lornette and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that Brian and Lornette may or may not be associated with in any professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated.